All right, everybody, I am super excited to introduce this awesome guest I'm having on today's podcast. It is Luke Page. Luke Page is a business and sales coach. He's been in the industry for about 12 years uh, teaching sales. I'm super excited just to show you his mindset, where he's come from, how he's taking it, what his vision is. And I think that you guys are just really going to just really take away so many just amazing golden nuggets that you guys can use in your own professional businesses, in your coaching businesses, and really just take it to the next step. If you guys want to learn what it's like to work with Luke in the longer run, we can do that as well. You guys will see that in this podcast toward the end. There's going to be some links to see what it would be like to work with Luke. And um, again, just give it up for Luke. Just such an amazing guy and just has such an amazing mission to help so many coaches get to that six-figure mark in their business. Such a crucial time in business. And I'm just so excited to introduce. So here he is, Luke Page. Joshy, what's up, man? Thanks for the intro. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, man. I will uh, really simply, I help coaches grow a six-figure business organically. Wow. Simple as that. Um, wow. I've, I've got a, uh, when you were saying about being 12 years in the industry, I've, I've been helping coaches specifically for um, probably about four and a half years. Um, but in I've had a sales background. So just like teaching people how to sell for, the last, I think it's actually 13, man. I was actually looking at, coincidentally, I was looking at my profile um, yesterday because I've got on my Insta pro profile saying 12 years teaching sales, but I'm like, I think that's actually 13 years. <laughs> so I've actually got to update that. So I'm a bit of a, a, bit of a grandpa. Um, but yeah, I, I guess like, man, I've, um, I've, I've, my philosophy is ultimately teaching coaches how to sell. Yeah, that's, um, you know, depending on what business coach you speak to, who helps coaches, they're going to have their own little spin and philosophy on what they ultimately focus on. Yeah, mm -hmm. you might have one coach where they're like, well, my thing is spirituality. You've got to be this real spiritual person. And mm -hmm. uh, the next coach might be like the branding coach. Yeah, like you've got to have a brand. Mm -hmm. Brand's the main thing. My thing is ultimately um, selling, but selling in an authentic way, Joshy. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's not that nasty, aggressive, sleazy, typical salesperson vibes that no one likes. Um, it's mm -hmm. not that, um, but on the other side of things, it's not what a lot of coaches are doing these days where they avoid sales oh. because, um, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people have had bad experiences in the past when it comes to sales Totally, and, you know, they've dealt with the, the typical annoying, pushy, aggressive salesperson. So they've had a bad experience from that. And then they've gone, you know what? I don't ever want to be like that person. So then they try and grow their business the opposite, which is avoiding sales, avoiding talking about their offers and avoiding any sort of relationship to a salesperson. But guess what? That doesn't work. Yeah. Mm. The um, the perfect way is what I call authentic sales, man, which is in the middle. It's basically like take the aggressive salesperson on the right, take the super passive salesperson on the left that does nothing and avoid sales, join them together and meet in the middle. And that is what authentic sales is. It's basically knowing and following a sales process, but being your natural self along the way, not turning into some crazy scripty salesperson. Yeah. So good. Yeah, But just being like the person that avoids sales, they're really authentic, yeah? So mm -hmm. keeping that authenticity, but knowing a sales process like that aggressive salesperson. Join those two together and it's seriously so powerful. So 
that's that's my philosophy and how I help coaches. Wow. And um, yeah, that's, uh, that's that's probably about it. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's that's so that's so true. I mean, what what is it? What's the secret? Like when you're selling, especially when you're selling something like coaches, and it's you know very service based. Instead of just going straight to the DMs and just going straight to your offer, like how do you incorporate your personal life when it comes to posting on Instagram? And, you know, how much is too much and, you know, how little is too little, you know, what would you say to that? Um, so when you, when you ask that, are you referring to like how much content do you give out or? Yeah. Like, I mean, when it comes to posting about your personal life, you know, like you might have, you might have family, you might have kids, you know, you might be in a relationship, yeah. you might have buddies yeah. you want to go to the bar with, you know, like, yep. What do you kind of like, what's your, what's your avenue? Like, how do you, how do you kind of create an atmosphere where you get to show your personality as a salesman, yeah. but on Instagram, mm. you know? Yeah, man, it's a really good question. Um, it's a really good question because I think, you know, we're all told in, you know, 2021 that uh, every coach will probably know this. You've got to be vulnerable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got to share your weaknesses and things you're going through and like that. And I agree with that. However, mm -hmm. um, some people do it too much. You got mm -hmm. to think about the energy that you're creating in your bubble and circle. Yeah. So if you've mm -hmm. got your profiles, your pages and your audience, you got to think about the energy that you're putting off. So for example, if you're constantly just talking about, Oh, you know, here's my problems. I'm, I'm, I'm doubting myself. This has gone wrong for me. What type of energy are you creating with that? Yeah. Now, mm. if you're someone where like in general, it's a positive high energy and you come in and just say, Hey, look, I just wanted to share. This is going wrong for me in my life. That's cool. So I think ultimately, Joshy, it's like some people, everyone's going to be different. Yeah. And everything mm. that I'm saying here is my opinion. It's not factual. It's just my beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts is what is the energy that you're creating? And um, I do believe that, hey, be real. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I believe that with me, it's, I, I, I have a responsibility to my audience to tell it how it is and be real with it, mm. but don't go over the top. And what I mean by that, Josh, is that, you know, if you, if you follow me and you watch my stuff, you, I will constantly be posting about mistakes that i've made failures that I'm, I'm i'm going through things that aren't working but i'm not sitting there sooking about it if that makes sense i'm not like oh totally. my gosh my life's terrible and things like that i'm still like a generally a happy positive vibe but i'm being okay with hey and i'm not talking shit that hey this is the easiest thing if you're you know trying to get a business off the ground mm -hmm. three months and then you're going to be have half a million bucks right um, that everything is going to go right. No, I'm the opposite. I'm like, play a long-term game, go hard short-term, yeah? So move fast, mm. but like, be, just be playing long-term game and uh, things are going to take longer than you expect they're going to take. Um, but guess what? Get ready for some, a lot of fuck-ups and mistakes along the way and just be cool with that. Are we swearing yeah. on this, Joshy, by the way? Yeah, man, that's so good. You said something there that I just thought was so good was, uh, you know, just along the process of building a six figure business. And by the way, that is a hard thing to do. There's a lot of obstacles you overcome 
And mm. to that person listening right now, I know a lot of you guys are in that space. You guys are trying to get that six-figure business. And what would you say, Luke, is probably the hardest obstacle? I mean, this is a kind of a hard question, but what would you say is that obstacle, that mindset people have in that first year, two years where they want to hit their first six figures? What would you say to those yeah. people to get them yep. past that, you know, that obstacle, yeah, I mean, you know? Um, mate, this is like, this just stands out, this answer, yeah? Mm. With coaches, with the online coaching space completely blowing up, right? Mm. So easy. Yeah. Like, there's the, you know, they're, they're estimating there's going to be like 750,000 online coaches worldwide 2022. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy, right? So to start a business in 2021, 2022, mate, it takes zero dollars these days. Mm-hmm. I always think back to, say, my parents have, you know, uh, they've, they own a business. They've had a business for like 40 years or something like that, right? So they start a business back in the day where there's no, on, no internet, no social media, that type of thing. The standard bricks and mortar business. Now, back in even, let's say, 10, 15 years ago, most businesses you would have to, to get started, you'd have to rent a shop. You'd have to spend, you know, tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars to fit it out. You'd have to hire staff, buy infantry. So you have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars before you even make one sale, before you make $1. Right? Yeah. So the level of commitment from the old school offline business owner and mindset is way different to the online coach of today because why the level of commitment is is such a far greater the the offline worker back in the day the old school business owner Mm -hmm. they had to put their whole life on the line yeah so it's almost like okay if i'm doing this i am serious about it and i will do anything it takes Mm -hmm. the online coach opens up an instagram account for no dollars starts posting some content here and there there's no skin in the game ultimately yeah yeah? they're just like oh i've seen that coach over there and they're living an awesome life (laughs) that type of thing they're getting paid heaps of money i want that life yeah but the question is what are you willing to put in and then you ask them all right well um you know put down a few grand to get coaching they're like oh i don't have the money Mm -hmm. so the level of commitment between the two is such a different level so if you talk about the mindset going into it employee mindset versus business owner mentality Mm. what's happening with coaches is that it's basically employees people that are working a job and they want to start a business they've got a passion in an area that maybe they've struggled with they want to help other people and they also want the like the idea of of that that world so that's what happens is online coaches what's happening they're usually um, employed working a job and and the mindset of you know i guess getting far in a job is completely different to building a business yeah totally yeah so, yeah so what happens is you know if we think about us getting through our school days growing up it was like in school you had to learn things to pass a test and exam that was how you were graded on being successful or being a failure. So it's like study, 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 study. Yeah. Keep studying because you've got a test here and you can't make a mistake on that test or you fail. 
So that's what's happening, right? Most people, we go through school and that's how we're taught. Study, study, study. You've got a test. And if you make a mistake, you're going to fail. So don't make any mistakes. So then what happens from that, that conditioning of years and years and years on, okay, that's how you succeed Mm -hmm. as you study and you avoid mistakes. Then we go into the workforce, we get a job and it's the same thing. It's almost like we take that same type of personnel, that same type of mentality where it's like, okay, I don't want to make mistakes because why? I'm going to get fired if I do, yeah? <laughs> so I will I will do everything I can. I'll ask questions before I take action and I'll be like really careful before I do things because I don't want the boss mad at me because they'll fire me. So then what happens? This coach that have gone through years and years of conditioning to their model of what success is, they then try and build an online business with that same mentality, which is, okay, study, 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 study. Yeah. Avoid making mistakes at all costs. And when I'm 100% certain, then I'll take action. That's a recipe for failure. Why? Because in business, you learn from your mistakes and failures. So it's a completely different switch of a mindset um, in order to do it. And that's why a lot of coaches really struggle because they're trying to grow their business with a mentality that made them successful in school and maybe the workforce. But it's a, that mentality will get you failure in business. It's an opposite mentality, which is really hard for a lot of people. Um, and it was really hard for me as well when I, when I started this business as well. Um, because it is, it's it's switching. If you're not yeah. you're not used to making mistakes and stuffing up, <laughs> like That's and then <laughs> someone you have to make mistakes and stuff up. It's not natural. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, that's so good, man. I feel like there's just this, there's just uh when it goes to coaching, I feel like there's competencies, you know, when you gain competencies and you know, the better coach you'll be, and you kind of step into this role. And I've seen it so many times where there's just people that they go, they go through these seasons of like imposter syndrome, you know, I don't have what it takes to be a coach, you know, and, and when they're in that first kind of six figures of their business, they're figuring that out for themselves. They're like, you know, I don't know how to grow this business because there's people out there like Grant Cardone, you know, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, Shalene Johnson, you know, Brock, Joe, whatever it is. And they have just these amazing programs, but you know, the imposter syndrome's there to really kind of step in in front of like the real goal of a coach, you know, and man, that's so mm -hmm. good. That's so good. Yeah. Well, I mean, the part the imposter syndrome, like it never really goes away anyway. I mean, I, no matter, no matter where I climb to, I always have imposter syndrome because it's mm -hmm. like, well, if I'm actually looking at growing and getting to the next level, which I've never been before, mm -hmm. you always have an imposter syndrome to get to that next level. So it's like, yeah. it never goes away. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the extremities of it. Yeah definitely fade or maybe you just get used to it and adapt to it um but hell yeah man, I, I still experience imposter syndrome when i'm going to a level that i haven't been before i'm like i say the same thing yeah like, you know like who am i to do this type of thing yeah. So yeah it doesn't go away exactly yeah man well that's so awesome and especially just the people who are listening and like and what luke is saying is he's been there and he's been from that place where he built his business from nothing and he's built a coaching business that's doing just awesome right now. And, you know, what is your vision, Luke? Like, where do you get, you know, your passion when you have your clients? Like, 
how, what drives you to get them to that next level? You know, I always love to hear those stories of, you know, what, what is it, you know, what's that thing that that client has that you're just so stoked to get them to their next level? Yeah, man. Well, uh, vision, I love vision. Yeah. It's probably one of my most passionate subjects to talk about. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, when I kind of first started getting into like business, which might've been, uh, I don't know, maybe eight years ago or something like that. Mm. I, I had a business before this, which, which failed. Um, and I did a business course and this, uh, the owner of the actual, um, course, which is, uh, his name's Jack DeLosa. He's a really well-known entrepreneur in Australia. Mm. Who I really look up to. Um, he actually got me on this hairstyle, by the way. Yeah, the sweep over as well. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna have it as well. <laughs> um, he got up on the first day of this course, which mm. I, I think I paid like 10 grand for. And it's just like a, it was like a launch a business and then build a business type course. Mm-hmm. And he got up and he spoke about vision, mission, and base. And that was like the most inspirational session I'd ever seen. I've been to so many seminars over the years, yeah. And I was like, I, mean, I just loved what the, the passion and the future that he's talking about. And I was just like, and I love this stuff. So since then, I'm just like, I want to be the exact same. I want to be a visionary where I'm like, you know, really talking about the future a lot. It really lights me up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's such an important thing um, to, to, to be constantly connected with. And the reason for that is because the short term... Um, the day-to-day stuff can really grind at you and can your progress can seem so slow, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have anything that you're really striving for, it almost like makes it like it's not worth it. Yeah. It's like, you know, what am I doing this for? Yeah. So mm-hmm. the like holding on to the visions gives you that reason to get up and keep moving and just, you know, get through the, the problem that you're facing right now, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, our vision is to help people spread their greatness. You know, I think me helping coaches grow their business is a really, you know, it's, it's pretty nuts when you think about it because coaches help other people. Yeah. So if I can enable coaches to become great, build their business, then those coaches themselves can help thousands or millions of people, then I've helped that happen. Um, and out of those thousands and millions of people that that coach helps, they then, you know, touch people's lives themselves, their friends, their family, their neighbors, people in their circle. And I just think it's a really like the, the scale that this thing can spread across the world just by say me getting past my own shit and helping mm-hmm. coaches grow their business and do what they want to do so they can help people. And then those people are going to help people and just be better people. I think it's yeah. just a pretty nuts thing. Yeah. can just start Ooh. with one person. Yeah. Um, our mission is to build the greatest program for coaches in the world. Um, oh. I always talk about it and you know, the greatest program is kind of like, well, what is the greatest program to me? It's mm-hmm. not the biggest. I don't care about being the biggest, got no interest in it. I just want to I just want to create a program that creates an amazing experience, Josh. Yeah. So yeah. coaches come in and not only do they get results, but like they talk about the experience they had with us, you know, for the rest of their lives. You know, I always think about there's a certain, there's a few certain companies that I experienced in my life that I've they've made me feel 
special and great. And I always talk about them. I remember when I bought a, a Honda, a, a car, maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And just the how they made me feel when I dropped this car for a service, I like walked out of that place every time just by them doing small things, knowing my name when I walked in, yeah? Yeah. getting out of their chair and holding the door open for me. I walked out of that place just feeling better about myself. Yeah. And um, little things like that, just, you know, it just has a, such an impact on people. So I don't just want to create a, a program that gets results. Of course, that's the first thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just to create an experience where if you yeah, people, when they leave, they never stop talking about it. If there's ever, you know, conversation they have with their audience or their friends about good service, guess what? Um, they talk about our company. So that's, that's what I want to create. And culture to me is, is, you know, one of the top priorities when building a team, um, you know, building a culture that's like basically known around the world. Um, we work so well together. Wow. Um, you know, I've, I'm not interested in, you know, being that typical boss where they're at the top and everyone's below them. And it's kind of like, you know, everyone tiptoes around them and holds back what they're, I'm not interested in that at all. Read a really awesome book. Um, creative ink which is by the founder of pixar have you read that no i haven't no that's awesome though that's cool yeah it's a cool book man they, they just talk about you know what they the culture they created to um build pixar yeah and yeah. you know to create the movies the continual number one box office movies that they create how they got there um and basically it was creating a, an environment of creativity and kind of radical transparency and open doorness. So, for example, what generally happens with companies is you'll have the leaders and managers, um, mm. and then you have the, you know, the employees, the workers, and the employees and workers will hold back what they actually think. Yeah, in, yeah, because they don't want to. They don't want to piss the leaders off because they might lose their job or whatever it is, right? I've been there, yeah, yeah. So we've all been there, man. Yeah. We've all been there. You know what it creates, and ultimately, yeah. in this book, they were talking about that when you do that, it stops people from really being able to open up and everyone coming together as a team and just creating amazing ideas. So, you know, that's really important to me, um, and. Um, yeah, I'm just like yeah, really powerful, pumped for the dude. future when it comes to that. Yeah, see, that's powerful. That's powerful. Well, you know, Luke, dude, it's awesome. Hearing your mindset behind this has just been so, it's inspiring. It's, it really is. And uh, to everybody that's listening, you know, there's always something that, you know, normally goes along when you're talking to someone, especially a sales coach. But what Luke gave to us today is just so special. Uh, Luke is a- able to give us an actual free resource, especially for you coaches out there that I see time and time again in your guys' Instagram bios. He has a free guide. <laughs> Trust me, I need this too because I looked at this and I just went in, just started clicking around and I need to use this as well. So Luke, just tell a little bit about that. Tell why they need this. Yeah, man. Well, um, basically I, I look at coaches' profiles like almost every day, right? Mm-hmm. And we're ta- if we're talking about Instagram here, this, this applies to all social media platforms, but I'm just mm-hmm. going to use this example for Instagram. Um, what I constantly see uh, coaches, they haven't set up their Instagram profile correctly and bio. 
And when you don't set it up correctly, what happens is when someone discovers your profile, they will have a very quick look around in a matter of seconds and they'll make a decision whether they're going to push follow or not, right? And if you yeah. haven't set your profile and buy up correctly, guess what? They're not going to push follow. And if they don't push follow, yeah, they're not going to absorb your content. And if they don't absorb your content, you won't be able to build trust with them. And if you don't build trust with them, well, they'll never buy from you, right? So this all oh. here to the point of getting new clients all stemmed from you losing the follow in the first place. So um, I kind of like, I kept on seeing this and then I'm like, okay, what are these mistakes that coaches are making all the time with their profile? And then I identified there's nine common mistakes. So I put together this, you know, free step-by-step -step guide that basically teaches you, you can come in, download this thing, quickly have a look. Okay, am I making mistake one or two or three? Um, and if you are, you just follow the instructions. You can make changes in a matter of minutes. And then that'll allow you to set up your Instagram bio and profile to the optimal level so you can attract, you know, a ton more followers and heaps more clients. So it's really easy to use. Um, and yeah, Josh will, I guess you're going to put the link somewhere and you can check it out. Yeah. Or if you guys want to go to Luke underscore page and uh, you guys will be able to see all of his links there. He's a little, little link tree there. And honestly, it's uh, just been such a pleasure just to get to, talk to you. And it's amazing how, you know, we're on completely different sides of the world and uh, you're just doing amazing things over there in Melbourne, right? Yeah, man. Have you been That's to Australia before? Um, have not. It's in my bucket list. I can't right now. I'm in <laughs> California, but someday. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Where in Cali are you living? Uh, Newport Beach. Where's that next to in regards oh. to say San Diego and um, yeah. Los Angeles and that? We're right smack dab in the middle. So about 30 minutes from okay. San Diego, 30 minutes from LA. Awesome, man. Yeah, my wife and I actually got, uh, we got engaged in San Fran. So um, oh, wow. yeah, that's Kelly's awesome. like a special place for us. Dang, that's super cool. Well, you have to come down. We have to go play some golf. We got to go do something. Got to show you around the studio. Next time you come down. Yeah, man. Awesome. I, I got to be let out of Australia first. But uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely, when we're out, I'll be coming down for sure.